Just a couple throws that he'd like to have back. Kevin Stefanski's going for the knockout punch, fourth and inches. Good evening and welcome to the fourth and inches podcast with your hosts, Stuart Love, Sukti Puni, Ryan Edwardson, and Alex Grazier. Hello again, this is the 4th and Inches podcast with myself, Ryan Edwardson, and you join us for another State of the Franchise special. That's where you, the fans, get to come on and tell everybody all about your team and why they are the ones to watch going into the 2021 season. Now, we're going to be releasing more and more of these as we ramp up towards the beginning of the season, and this time around, it's the turn of the underachieving last gasp defeat from the jaws of victory team the sand no not the san diego the los angeles chargers it's been a few years but we still love the san diego chargers here to give us an insight into what it's like being an la chargers fan is max brown max welcome onto the podcast good evening thanks for having us not a problem not a problem i think everybody at first is, is kind of dying to know max how does somebody become a los angeles chargers fan um, well, my one's quite a, a basic one, really. Um, I'm 32 currently. Started training as an electrician when I was 16. Um, first NFL game, uh, first NFL season, sorry. Turned it on and, uh, yeah, charges were there. Job done. Kind of links in with the electrician part. Yeah, the bolts. Everybody in it likes yeah. the bolts. Yeah, I can see how you can make, make those connections. That's all good. That was about it. <laughs> Everybody's got their story. It's the way it goes. I think to be a Chargers fan, you really have to have some strong nerves or some strong alcohol on hand when you're watching the games. Is is being a Chargers fan really as much of a roller coaster as it seems to be from the outside? I don't really know how to explain it, if I'm honest with you. It's um yeah, yeah. Rum's rum's a good friend during the game times. <laughs> I, can, I mean <laughs> it seems like the Chargers are always on the verge of something, but Either they're not quite sure what it is or they can't quite get there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a saying that's going around for us guys at the moment. It's that we almost always almost win. <laughs> um, you know, so we, we always find a way to keep ourselves in the game, but always find a way to throw it away. I so think that's the bit, thing. It's Spursy. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's those one-score games that you guys seem to get into. It's kind of similar to my Seahawks, except we generally tend to win most of them you guys end up losing most of them somehow yeah yeah and i think even the players will say themselves they don't really know how um i think austin only kept austin eckler he only came out a few weeks back um i believe it was and said that you know whenever they got themselves into that position they were just expecting something to happen again um you know and when that happens it's it's hard to get out the funk and it's a curse, I think. <laughs> it does seem to be that kind of mindset. I remember it was a, a few years ago now, but I remember Philip Rivers just sitting on the bench saying, we're the bad news bears, guys. We, we just can't we can't get over the hump. And they always, it yeah. always seems to happen to you guys, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, you know, it keeps us, keeps us inter- entertained. And <laughs> we all it, keep on coming back. So it it's, definitely uh, keeps things interesting, right. doesn't it? It keeps everything interesting. 
Um, so let's have a look back at last season. Uh, going into the season, you lost Philip Rivers to the Colts. Melvin Gordon went to the Broncos in the offseason. And you ended up finishing seven and nine, which sounds boring. But looking back through some of those games, it's it's like a whole bunch of seasons all thrown into one. You had three overtime games in one season. Like Teams go like 10 seasons without getting one, and you guys had three. Does that kind of sum up exactly what it's like at the moment for the LA Chargers? Um, I suppose so, to a certain extent, yeah. You know, it's um, last year we didn't really have, I don't think, anyway, I certainly didn't. Um, I don't think there was much ex- expectation around there, as you say, when you when you lose your your main man in Rivers, uh, who's been long term servant us, of a servant for us for a long time. Um, you know, it was always going to take a bit of time to set in stone what we were going for, how we were going forward again. Um, we were hoping, obviously, that things would be a little bit more stable and we would get a few of those games over the line. But like you say, it's it's with the charges what we do we make things difficult for ourselves and we're always find a way to to screw it up if we want to um, yeah well, it seems <laughs> no it is but i mean like you say you're going into it you've lost your franchise quarterback you've lost a, a pretty star running back to go end up seven and nine in what is i think most people did think was going to be a rebuilding year seven and nine is not a terrible record to come out of it with is it's, it no it's, it's not horrific and, and quite frankly i think when you look back at it as well you know, we had a top 10 offence, top 10 defence. Um, special teams was, once again, one of our, our main main faults. But, you know, that's a, again, that's a standard charge, I think. Um, and I think it was seven one-score games, I think we lost by. I think it was in the end, seven or eight. Can't quite remember now. Um, and half of them, we had double-digit leads. <laughs> so it's... Uh, you know, I think it was Denver was a 21-point game. Oakland, I think it was a 19-point game. Then two games were back-to-back. It's, it's you know, that it, it sums it up. But, you know, it could have been a lot better. And, well, could have been talking 17 games played last year instead of just 16, couldn't we? Quite easily. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing, especially with the, the division you're in. If you, you know, you can change those Raiders and Broncos games around a little bit, maybe you've got a chance of getting in there for the wild card. But... Mm. It definitely did. It did seem like um, such a roller coaster. I mean, I, the, the one that really stands out to me is losing to the Pats. Really, you, your team could have just completely given. I mean, the, the playoffs were probably uh, out of there by by that point. But you, you end up going on a four and zero winning streak after getting shut out yeah. by by a Pats team. I mean, and the Pats last season, the, if the defense and special teams turned up, the defense and special teams turned up, I, I don't even want to think about what they're going to be like this year when they've actually got all their players back. But, mm. I mean, I think the main thing... The thing. I think that was, that was the one thing I think I would have shocked you. It's kind of, you know, they had so many holdouts last year. Yeah. Because you know, of the old COVID stuff, didn't they? And yeah. To have... That kind of score, I can't believe I can't remember that score. <laughs> They're going to come really, back. Really, really can't. They're going to come back uh, next season. They will do. absolutely dominate. But I think the the biggest thing for me of the Chargers season last year is that you were kind of one competent doctor away from starting Tyrod Taylor all season <laughs> long, and we'd miss out. We'd completely miss out on Justin Herbert's amazing rookie season. It's just yeah, typical, it's, really, isn't it? 
Well, that's it. You can cue the conspiracy theorist, can't you? Well, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Did he slip? Was he actually? Was he actually injured? Was he hurt or anything like that? Yeah. I'm not one of them people, by the way. I'm um, I'm one of these people. Well, it happened. You know, nothing you can do about it. And it's it's as it, well, you know. We've got Justin Herbert. He's our he's our talisman now, you know, and he's our he's our focal point. He's going to be what we're building the franchise around. So, to a certain extent, it was a a good thing if you can say that. Yeah, um, that's. What, I mean, we said you're coming you know. into a rebuilding season, but you end up stumbling on. Well, I mean, picking picking late in the first and down in the draft, but you pick up Justin Herbert, who looked like the best rookie quarterback that was out there all all season. It's not too bad for, I mean, you think when teams like the Jags, the Jets have been going through rebuilding seasons for as long as I can remember, and you've, you've managed to go from yeah. Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert in, in one fell swoop. But can you even imagine what the season would have been like without Justin Herbert if, if you had played Tyrod all season long? Because he was such a bright spark for you guys. Um, I, I personally can't, no. Um, you know, like, you have to trust Anthony Lynn in terms of what he saw in Tyrod. And he obviously loves the guy and I think that's why he kept him in there and he was always going to start if he was healthy. And it's the reason why he started in week one. He won in week one and that was going to continue. And he's had his, obviously, his hand is forced. Um, you know, do I think we would have been different without Justin? Probably. Um, you know, he kept certainly kept us in most of the games and gave us the opportunity to be in the position to almost always win, um, <laughs> you know, but it's, uh, you know, going forward, we've got to take the positive out of it and we're set now in terms of with, with him, you know, we've got four years with him on his rookie deal. Um, yeah, it's, let's it's see a what good, he, a good position to be in, isn't it? It's a very good position to be in coming straight out of one franchise quarterback, probably to straight into another one. To another you, one, definitely. Yeah. You mentioned Anthony, Anthony Lynn there. That was his fourth season as Chargers head coach. I don't think anybody's really got too much of a bad word to say against him because he comes across as, as a great guy, a good motivator, a player's coach. But was he just missing a kind of an X factor that you need to be to get a, to get a team like the Chargers over the line? Uh, definitely, I think so. Um, well, I had the, the luxury of actually meeting him in uh, 2010, I think it was. when uh, Not 2010, sorry. Uh, what, what year are we? We're 2021. So it'd been 2018 when um, the Chargers last played in London. Um, a few of us guys had the opportunity to meet him. And, um, you know, he, he comes across, he's a lovely bloke, takes the time to speak to everyone, answers all your questions. Um, perfect man manager, brilliant man manager. And I think that's what he is strong at. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he knew how to treat the players like men and, and make them feel part of, you could say, the Chargers family, but to actually give him that final final kick to just get him over the line. I think that's where he struggled slightly and it certainly showed him his last season. Um, you know, and it's it's, it's a shame because he really is a good bloke and I, I think I speak for most Chargers fans, not just over here in the UK, but in America as well. We wish him all the best in whatever he, he wants to do going forward because he deserves it. He's a good bloke. Um, and good guys were having the game. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely a sentiment that most people will share, even even neutral fans. You can see, I mean, watching Hard Knocks last, um, last year, the LA Hard Knocks, you could see how much he just cared about people. He really was genuinely trying to make the best for everybody and, you know, seeing him go through all the things that they went through in that preseason with Derwin James going down. 
it just everything was kind of stacked up against him. And I think even he maybe was a little bit resigned to going, well, yeah, I think this is probably going to be the end. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, oh. You know, it's, 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 it's difficult, you know, when we were in that position, like you said, we won, we won the last four games. And yeah, how he can, I think that kind of shows how, just how much of a, what kind of a man he is as well, you know. He's, he, like you say, he probably knew he was down and out. Um, but, you know, he's still managed to get a team out there and give them the confidence and to get go out there and play and set them up in a way that we can still finish the season strong. Yeah, even um, just even just in general, like he's left the team in a very good position. It's not like a Detroit or a Houston where the roster is completely torched and you're having to build from scorched earth. Like this yeah, is this is a yeah. good team that could can get us, you know, over 500 this year, I would have thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't think it's too, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Too extravagant to say that, you know, we, we, we have got a very, very talented roster, very talented and, that comes down to the work he's put in for the last four years. Um, you know, Tom Telesco's done a pretty good job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not much of a, a college ball guy, so I, I leave that to everyone else to kind of fill me in when it comes to who we're drafting and the draft itself. It's, um, it's something I'm not exactly clued up on, but, you know, I'm getting better at it. And, it's, you know, it's... it's he, 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 yeah. No, I'm definitely the same on, on that point of view. I have nothing to do with college football whatsoever. Yeah. I just wait and listen to Nick, Tristan and Sook and like, oh, okay, we signed somebody good. I'm happy. That's okay. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. That's uh, with, with a team like you guys have got, are you happy to see somebody like Brandon Staley coming in who's had a great amount of success getting to a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator with with the Rams across, the, across Los Angeles? Well, not even across Los Angeles. It's the same stadium really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're renting someone else's stadium. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> um, you know, as you said, take us out of San Diego for, oh. for well, yeah, yeah, but hey, I'm not going to go down that road. Um, <laughs> but no, but Staley, Brandon, um, I don't know too much about him. Obviously, he's not really been around the charge as much, so it's uh, he's only just come in, but it's yeah. you do a little bit of research on him, and obviously, he's got one of the most what beautiful defensive minds I think the league's seen for a long time and um, from what you read and stuff like that he's worked with some top linemen in terms of like what um, like Aaron Donald you know people like that it's, it's he's got pedigree and to do what he's done with the Rams for a couple of years it's, it, was, it was pretty good so yeah looking ex- excited to see what he can bring in um, you know it's going to be interesting what kind of looks he plays it's going to be a completely different system what we're used to as well, I'd imagine. So it's um to see how it goes. Yeah, it just it looks like he's gonna switch you guys to a, a three four defense, so three defensive tackles. And mm. it's it, it's the way that the Rams defense has been over the past few years, it's hard really for me to say this is a bad hire for the Chargers, considering how often you were giving up um like you said, like <laughs> double digit leads. The, the main things, thing you must be put your finger in that dam and stop all the stop the leaks in the defense and just you know let the team kind of settle a little bit and you, you can't really do that without a without a defense that you can count on. So no, definitely, definitely. And hopefully, he can come in instead of the ship. You know, like I said, we we got a very very talented roster on that day, and um, you know it's, it's it's using them to their best positions and you're putting them in their players 
in putting them in the positions where they can be best. And fingers crossed he can figure it out for a few of them and and, and, and help us convert those double digit double digit leads. Um, or hold on to them, not convert them, just hold on to them. <laughs> yeah, get, again, it's just getting over the line. It's just what it seems to be with the Chargers. It's like yeah. you're, you're there, yeah. you're there, and then you're just not. So I think yeah. a, a strong defense was, I mean, we'll have a look at the defense now. I mean, you've got Joey Bosa, who's a prime talent, has been for a number of years now. I mean, other than that, I mean, you've lost Melvin Ingram on the other side. That's going to be a, quite a big blow, I would have thought, towards um pass rush and get and getting a number of sacks is that going to be a lot of pressure on Joey Bosa this year do you think um it's it's a, it's a difficult one you know with, like with Melvin um he, he missed a bit of time last year for injury and yeah he's got he's got he has been on decline you could say for the last couple of years um you know not massively but just just slightly um so yeah you could say losing him a little bit of a blow for depth um, you know, but we've got a, a couple of other guys there, like Wusu. He's going to be, you're going to be seeing him a lot more this time around. He, he filled the hole in last year when when Ingram went down, when Joey went down for a couple of games. Um, you know, I think he's in his fourth year with us now, so um, he, he's got a bit of a statement to put out. So, fingers crossed, it won't won't be a big miss, but you're you're still missing his kind of his character around the place and what the Steelers is. Well, I think they landed him a couple of weeks back, didn't they? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, so it's, it's again, it, it, good lads, great servant for us guys and he will be missed, but fingers crossed, not, not too much. It's the way that sport goes, isn't it? You people got to move on eventually. And I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Think even Joey Bosa was saying the other, the other day is Dewusu is going to be, a big threat this season. So hopefully, I mean, like mm. saying we've got Brandon Staley, you can use him to the best of their abilities. I mean, the other big one for me would be getting Derwin James back. Oh, yeah. Seeing, seeing yeah. him go down on hard knocks, he was absolutely heartbreaking because as soon as he went, you just knew he knew that it was, yeah. was going to be done. So that's it. You know, it's, it's been so tough for him. Like, what? It's, he came off probably one of the best rookie seasons I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been. I think he just missed out on uh, defensive rookie of the year. Can't remember who had it now. Um, I think it's uh, I can't remember who picked him to it. Um, you know, but it's um, you know I think he's he's missed twenty. I think it's twenty seven last like thirty two games or something yeah. silly like that. It's just mad and it's just his leadership. Yeah. You, I think that's what we missed in the backfield and secondary big time. Um, and you know, James training camp's only two days in, two, three days in at the moment, and the reports coming out of there on him and how he's like just looking after Webb and you know, all the all the other young guys coming up and through. It's 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 what we've been missing. Um and he's so versatile he can play anywhere. And I think that's what you're gonna see a lot from him this year, uh, with Staley. If he does what he he is and what he can do, um, yeah. Gonna be exciting. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed he gets out there, like you say, in mind just to, to stick around for the whole season because say that secondary is there's plenty of talent there. And again, you've just not quite fulfilled their present potential. I mean, you'll have uh, yeah. Nazir Adley also at, at safety, and then mm. it was kind of the same thing with Chris Harris last year because I was I was quite looking forward to him coming over from Denver. That was a big coup, I thought. But then he was missing Huge. for half the season, wasn't it as well? So. It really yeah. is. You think? Do you think it's going to be a much improved defense, and especially into the secondary this year because of those? 
I mean, you can't, can you call Derwin James a veteran? I mean, it's, it's a little odd one, but I mean, it's it's just that presence that he has, that the presence that, you know, Derwin James, Chris Harris can have, and can that elevate you guys up a bit further than you were last year? I think so, yeah. You know, it's like what, just those two guys themselves, like they got their foot like he's through the roof, um, you know, and, and like, what, well, Derwin, he's only, how old's Derwin? Like 24, 25? Yeah, that's about, like that. in that, You know, and Harris is obviously there. Uh, we've got Michael Davis on the other side. He's he's a he's locked in. He's he's a solid solid cor- um, corner, and you know, and it's it's like I say you mentioned Azir Adley there. This it's going to be a big year for him. This one, um, you know, he's got to kind of step up and just show what he can do. Um, he's 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 lacked a little bit, but I think that is because he's just been thrown in. Yeah, and that, you know, he's he hasn't had that partnership that he, you would normally have with Derwin there, and he may need that little bit of leadership just to guide him in the right direction for a little while and um fingers crossed he can he can do that but it's um you know it's, it's all listen buts at the moment it's not until they put it out on the pit out on week one that's the thing everybody loves loves and hates the off season because your team can look so good and then you're also like oh but it, you know it could go it could go completely the other way as well could yeah it? yeah it's, it's a completely new playbook there learning um you know and it's, it's I don't know many of them who can. Uh, I don't know how you can pick up a new playbook and learn it no. um, in 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 their time. I can't even figure out what one play looks like yet alone. <laughs> I think God that knows is how many daily has exactly. <laughs> that is something that, especially if you've you know you've not played the game, you've not been entrenched in it in kind of that way. Like I definitely wasn't. You kind mm. of forget and miss all the work that goes on, like not in the gym, not on the training field, like actually just learning your positions and. So complicated, some of these schemes, especially the way that Brandon Staley runs. He's, you know, he likes to yeah. change things around a bit, doesn't he? Certainly does. Certainly does. It's, um, you know, it can, it can be interesting to see how he lines that up and and how Joey's going to get used on the like where he's a bit weak side, strong side, dropping in. Um, you know, it's, who knows? I just hope he gives Kenneth Kenneth Murray. I really hope he gives him the chance to to excel in what he can he can do, and that's that's be aggressive and and go after the ball um, instead of dropping in coverage all the time and stuff like that. You know, he, he, he can hit hard. Um, I think he showed that in his last four games of the season last year as well. So, fingers crossed he can put him in into a position where he can be used properly as well. No, sounds good. It sounds like, a, like you said, you know, a, a bit of a confident year coming back and, you know, hopefully they can shore up that defence. Now... Stay healthy. The, yes, that's, that's Stay really... Exactly. Availability is the best ability, isn't it? And all that. Mm. Now, we'll swap sides of the ball now. Onto the offence. You've got a new offensive coordinator in uh, Joe Lombardi. He was quarterback coach with the Saints for the last few years. Previously worked with uh, Matthew Stafford at the Lions. That's kind of got to be, you know, confidence-inspiring, considering he's coming in to work with Justin Herbert, considering the the season that he had last year. Oh, yes. Yeah, huge plus. Huge, huge plus. Um, again, I'm not going to pretend I know much about him, because I don't. But um, you know, you don't you don't come out of the scheme that was in New Orleans like he has done, and, and have someone as good as Breeze and well, Breeze performing as well as he did. Um, yeah. You know, Taysom Hill learning that scheme and, and coming out to be fairly decent QB as well. And obviously, Teddy's a pretty solid QB anyway, isn't he? But you know, he, he made it work for all three of them, and if anything, he's made all of them better and consistent. So um, if he can do that with Justin and and the rest of some of the other guys on our on that side, it'll be it'll be fantastic. So yeah, again, something to be really excited about and, and looking forward to seeing what he can do. 
do you expect quite a lot from Justin Herbert and going into the second season? I mean, take, teams are going to have tape on him now. So is it going to be a little bit harder for him to, you know, surprise teams and make those, you know, he, he, I mean, sometimes he was literally just balling out last year, just throwing things down the field, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he, he was a baller last year. Um, this year, I'm... I, I'm, I'm not just setting him up to, to do the same as what he did in that, you know, it's, uh, it's, he's still got to go into Arrowhead with fans and that, you know, and that's, a, yeah. that's something that he'd done everything he did last year, no fans anywhere. And, um, you know, <laughs> this, with the Chargers, he's got 18, well, 17 road games. <laughs> and that, you know, it's, um, he's not exactly got any split and split, is it? So, yeah. Do you think so it was a, a real, a real advantage to him not having crowds in last year? He, he, had a very unique opportunity as a Chargers QB to bed in and not have that hostile environment. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. It's um, you know, some people thrive on it, some people don't. And mm. um, at the end of the day, he went in with no pressure. Um, yeah. And quite frankly, I think this year again, he's he's got no pressure. Um, you know, it's, it's it, he done what he did in his rookie year. You know, you got to give him time to bed in, but fingers crossed he can do it again. And even if he just gets, I don't know, 90% of the numbers that he did last year, that'd be fantastic. And, um, you know, that's, that's just, just hopefully he can do it. Um, no. I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket just yet and say, yeah, he's top <laughs> here, he's this, he's that, he's completely elite. Um, I've got to give him a bit of time. I mean, even just, I'm literally just thinking of it now, but it's, it's very similar to how the Browns were a few, a few years ago. And you had Baker Mayfield come in, had an outstanding rookie season, that gives him a little bit of rope to work with. So even if his second season's a little bit wobbly, there's there's definitely not as much pressure on Justin Herbert to be, you know, a star as he was last season. Because I mean, you know, he can do it. You've also got a coaching change on top of that. He's going to have quite a lot of flexibility. I would have thought. I mean, you're out of the not in a massive spotlight like in New York or um, mm. Dallas. So he's going to have time to bed in and work, and that can only be good for the the franchise in general, can't it? Yeah, of course it can. Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's, you know, it, he's got a lot again. It's He's gone from getting thrown in, from being a backup to mm-hmm. straight into a, as a, as a starter. What was that, week two? Yeah. Week two, week three last year. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's learned as he's gone along, basically, and just winged it. I'm going to be honest. I've, 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 <laughs> he I've, probably I've, has. <laughs> just wing last season, but yeah. you know, not going to sit and complain. And no. this year, he's had to pretty much start fresh again. And that, like you say, you know, he's had to come in, new playbook, new coaching staff, new pressure in terms of just from the fan base perspective, expecting to him to, to try and do what he did again. Um, you know, so it's, it's a lot of pressure on the young kid, but fingers crossed. Um, it'd be all right. Yeah, I th- I'm, I, it seemed like he, he he kind of thrived on it last year, didn't it? So I mean, yeah. he, he's got a pretty decent receiving core to be thrown to as well. I mean, you've got what are basically stalwarts now. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been there. I mean, partnership for four years. Keenan Allen's been there for nearly nine years now, which feels weird. Just to think <laughs> about. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a pretty good security blanket for him to have. Keenan Allen, who can catch pretty much anything. Yeah, he's the best route runner in the game. And that, you know, you, you just just throw the ball to him. He'll get open. He will be open. Yep. And that, you know, just, just throw it his direction. He will bring it in. Um, you know, that's something we've seen for, for pretty much the last nine years. I think he had a couple of years where he's injured a couple of times. But 
Um, you know, it's, he's still one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league, in my opinion. And, um, you know, it's we're lucky to have him. Very, very lucky. And you got Mike, the other side, big Mike. Um, big year for him, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, you know, do, it's, it's should he be providing more, here. do you think? Do you think he's, or is he quite happy with him just being a solid number two besides Keenan? Um, I think he's is, he is definitely a solid number two. Um, I think on the money he's on, he, he should be definitely giving a bit more. But, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm not a GM or sitting that side of it. It's, um, we say this side, but, you know, he's, he's given the 50 50 bill here, come down with it 99% of the time. I think he'd done that a lot last year. And um, again, it's he's just got to hopefully get a bit of separation going forward. And you never know, if Levon Bardi can get that for him. You know, we got we got quite a good quite a good wide receiver corp as a whole, um, and it's gonna gonna be a tough tough cut for a couple of the guys definitely coming up this year. Um, you know, you know what Josh Palmer is a lock to go through. Um, and we just drafted him that was third round this year. Um, and then I'm not going to cut him. I wouldn't have thought. And got Joe Reed and KJ Hill from last year's draft who were, who were on the edge, and maybe one of them can get in as a special teams player. But you know. So it's, it's quite tough, then definitely. And, but, but having Keenan up top, you know, can't fault it. I would have gone after Julio in the in, in on the free agency. That would have been um, nice, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I've, you know, I've, I said to everyone, I was going crazy. Stuff the draft. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Just just trade the pick. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him. We need him. Even if he only plays half a season with. You know, it frees up Keenan Allen and probably frees up Mike Williams so much. That would have been, yeah, yeah. that would be very yeah. interesting. I am quite interested to see what he what he gets up to as a Titan. It's interesting, definitely. Mm. You know, I think I think today's article came out today from what I know, so he might be um might be in a little bit of trouble. Oh, no. Go south, but no. what I've read. <laughs> <laughs> might have dodged a bullet, let's put it that way. Well, yeah. It does, it does, there's a lot of bullets flying around at the moment, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, sticking with the receiving core, you add Jared Cook as a tight end. You've mm. probably, I mean, you've had Hunter Henry and uh, Antonio Gates. You've had some stellar tight ends as uh, Chargers fans previously. Are you happy with adding in Jared Cook? Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's solid and well, he's a good pro. Um, obviously, Lombardi knows him a fair old bit from his time there as well. So yeah. um, I think it's... Again, and this, what they're trying to, or maybe what they were trying to do is, they know who, who Jared. Well, he certainly knows who Cook is, and he's someone that he knows he can rely on to help help Justin like settle settle into a new scheme and and just be the be the pro that he needs to be and be available to, to take the ball on and, and catch it and make a few completions. So it's um you know it's a good signing, I think, very good signing. Yeah, I think it's really going to help her, but having that little security mm. blanket, somebody who, you know, is a, is not a rookie or somebody that you're worried about throwing to. I mean, Cook's had his issues, but he's he's been a bit, he's been, been a bit charges, really. He's been quite up and down. He's had some really stellar <laughs> seasons and then he's had some seasons you're like, what are you even doing there, Jared? But hopefully yeah, you get yeah. the good version. Hopefully, yeah, it should fit right in. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know. uh, and then, um, you know, moving into the backfield, I mean, I'd say your running back is Austin Eckler, but looking back, to yeah, him, he had, only had like a hundred and something rushing attempts last year. Is it? Is it... He missed. He missed six games with a hammy, yeah, um, so his hamstring was down. So he was out for six games, and um, he's well, he's the reason why Melvin Gordon isn't there anymore. Yeah, 
Um, you know, he's 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 superb in that. He's again just a top professional. Um, hits it hard in that. Everything is just pounding forward. Um, solid out of the back, decent third down catcher. Um, I think yeah, that's pretty key as well, isn't it, for with Justin Herbert? Yeah, yeah, it should be, um, or it will be, in my, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, he's going to learn to check down a little bit more. I would have thought, um, you know, and it's it's so he's it's, it's, it's just a good pro to have around. Um, and then the rest of it, and that, you know, it's just, we've got we've got Keeley who's got a few confidence issues. Um, I think is is probably the one for that. He's, he's, he's fumbled a full, fumbled the ball a few times last year, which really really hit him and. Um, you know, we need, we need again, it's, it's a case of being healthy. Eckler, 100% healthy, we'll be fine. Yeah, that's going to be pretty key. I mean, I know a few people that, that drafted him quite early in their fantasy leagues last year. And it's, a, it's always a little bit of a worry, isn't it? When you're. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Been... When, you, when, you, when your RB1 goes down, it's always a worry. Yeah. Um, you know, so. But again, it's just, we've got a decent court there, good bit of talent. Um, it's just a shame the depth of, it's, you know, the big drop off from from the top to the the next guy. Yeah, I mean, and I think for me, the O-line is a really big deal. And I've seen it in Seattle quite a lot. (laughs) It can make or break a team. It can make or break a season or a quarterback. Last season, Justin Herbert sacked 32 times. It it seems like uh, something that Brandon Staley and, you know, Tom Telesco have kind of taken note of. And it looks like they've just completely torn the O-line apart and revamped it. Entirely this year. Oh, yeah, big revamp. Huge revamp. <laughs> Is that uh, something that was really, really needed? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm not much of a a, um, a draft guy or anything like that. But in the, the charges group and a few of the WhatsApp groups that we got going on, um, everyone's just going O line, O line. Doesn't matter, <laughs> O line. I was like, why? Just okay, that's fine. Um, you know, everyone was screaming out for it and. We've we done a pretty good job, I think, in, in free agency anyway. You know, what, Corey Lindsay, Bluger, you know, just just really, really good signs for us. And, um, you know, fingers crossed with Slater going in on the left. Again, don't know much about him. Apparently he's going left tackle, potentially guard, I don't know. Um, fingers crossed that really, really does solidify up and give Herbert a bit more protection, opens a few holes for Austin to run through. Um, you know, just, yeah, very much needed. Yeah, it's, again, it's got to be kind of a little bit of confidence boosting after having a having a team and organization that's been so up and down, roller coasters. Having a a front office that kind of addresses the things that you guys can see as a need. I mean, some people were having Rayshon Slater as their number one tackle in the entire draft, even above uh, Penai Sewell that got taken at like number seven. So. Yeah. You've got to hope that come back. <laughs> That's the problem with first round picks. You, you know, it can be a bit of a lottery sometimes, but they certainly can be, yeah. If they if it comes through, I mean you've got an, a revamped O-line that again, Corey Lindsley uh, from New Orleans, so he's kind of worked well in with um Joe Lombardi before. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this kind of summed up really. You've got to be confident. Are you confident going into this season and going into 2021? <sighs> Tough question. Tough, tough question. <laughs> Have you learned not to be confident it's, as a Chargers fan? It's <laughs> second nature to be confident, I think, being a Chargers fan. You're always expecting them to, to be brilliant and they just let you down. But it's <laughs> um it's I think this year is probably the most excited I've been for a long time. Um, you know, again, it's 
everything's kind of changing with it. You've got a new look on the D, brand new look on the on on the like on the offensive side of the ball. It's got a brand new QB who who we know what he can do. It's just a case of being consistent. Um, you know, it's it's an exciting time, I think, to be a Chargers fan. And if they can put it all together, I think it's yeah. I could be playing eighteen games at least this year. <laughs> uh, that's the hope. Eighteen games would be eighteen games would be fantastic. But you know, we're in a tough division. So well, um, that's the thing. You, you I mean you've got the Chiefs in that division. That's always gonna mm. it's like the AFC East of old when the Patriots were dominating. It's you're kind of especially if you're in a rebuild mode and you know you're you know you're not that team in the division, you've got to be looking for the wild card slots. And the AFC can be pretty, you know, pretty tense going brutal. into those wild card, yeah, yeah. Going into those wild card games. Are you too concerned about the Broncos or the Raiders this season? Um, <laughs> we always struggle in Denver. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think last year we showed what, what we are like against them. Um, you know, like, <laughs> it's uh, quite tough, but it's, um, you know, they're, 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 they're struggling. I think, they're, I say yeah. Denver is struggling. I think they've got a bit, bit going on as normalisation at the moment, haven't they? And, I think offensively they're still trying to find a quarterback that they can trust. That the defense has kept them in contention for for the last few years, um, you know. So it's it's if we can we can get over them on that side of the ball, then I think we'll be fine. Um, Oakland, it's it's Gruden, isn't it? It's um, you know what he's like. He's a, a tough cookie, so it's um, they're never they're never easy. But it's I'd be happy with a um, I don't know. What? I don't, how do I put it? I'm trying to figure out the math on it now. Uh, oh, don't worry. We're all struggling with this this year. <laughs> no, nothing's right anymore, is it? There's, there's no, no eight, there's no eight and eights. There's no ten and sixes. It's all like that's uh, it. Yeah. I think yeah. it, divisional wise, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll hold our own in division, but it's yeah. it's just overall in the season. You know, we've got a couple of tough road games. Yeah, I think that's that's the other thing as well. I mean, you've got the extra extra random game thrown in there for good luck. Um, mm. And then, you, you know, like you said, going to Arrowhead, Justin Herbert's first taste of, you know, a, probably what's going to be a packed out Arrowhead. And it, come, it comes pretty early on in the season. Yeah, it's, so it's week three. Yeah. Week three, that one, yeah. Um, you know, I could even our bye weeks in week seven and I can quite easily see us being one in five going into the bye week. Well, I mean, I'm just pulling up now. I mean, Washington, not a team to be sniffed at too much. Dallas, uh, who, well, it's Jekyll and Hyde Dallas as well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it depends what Dak turns up. If he yeah, can be or not. If, well, I know he's currently got a bit of a shoulder issue, hasn't he, now as well? So mm. we'll see how that yeah, goes. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders, the Browns, and the Ravens. That's, it's not a very nice starting schedule for you guys at all, is it? Not really, no. And it's, you know, so it's, it's, well, me being optimistic, I can see it's easily going three and three. Um, but being realistic, well, two and four, one and five, I think is realistic. Yeah. You think there's a, a, a lot of pressure? Is there a lot of pressure on Brandon Staley to, you know, get get at least a seven and nine again this season? Or do you think that the Chargers are quite a, quite a settled organisation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, pressure. Yeah. I don't think he's under as much pressure as I think people outside of the organisation think. Mm. Um, you know, don't be wrong. Again, he's he's got so much talent, so much talent to work with. 
Um, so we we are we do deserve, I think, to to have a, a winning record for a change. Um, you know, but if it if it ends up being seven and nine, is that a, a step backwards? I don't think it is. Um, but what I think there's there's an element of pressure, but I don't think it'll be from the fan base or above him. I think that'll just be from the league as a whole. Um, if that makes any sense. No, no, I think it does. I think it does. I think, uh, especially you know, a, a team that's moved. You, you're the you are the second team in LA. I know it's not fun to admit, but you're you're going to be yeah. the second team in LA. You know, it's it's not so much pressure. It's this first season in. He's got Justin Herbert in his second season. People know what the team can do. He's going to have a good few years to try and mould the team into his own vision. At least that you know you would hope he does, unless something goes horrendously so. wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you say, I think you for, from fifteen, he can, he can get out of the door. Yeah, you get. Well, I don't know. Would you get a number one pick if you were like two and two and fifteen this season? With the Lions and the Texans down there competing for that as well. I don't know. Not too sure. <laughs> it's gonna, I don't it's want to be interesting. Number one pick. Oh, You've done no. a lot of that last year. Oh no. <laughs> um, I think he'll be fine this year. I, I generally do so because, as much as I don't want to be too overconfident, um, I, I, I do think we're playing eighteen games this year. Um, what well, you know, I think we're best. Well, worst case now, I think we'll do nine and seven. Mm. Um, you know, best case. 10 and 6 but you know hopefully that's enough to get us over the line but it's certainly going to put us in contention No I agree I think like you say we've, we've been through you, you've got the talent hopefully Brandon Staley can elevate them the Chargers over that line you can stop with the roller coasters you can stop with the nail biters you know you can have a, a nice relaxed <laughs> nice relax season I think that's all most Chargers fans are, are hoping for this year right? Let's, let's hope so let's hope so <laughs> I think special, special teams has got to do a lot of working on but you know see how it goes <laughs> Perfect. Make a few kicks would be fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, you got you got the badger. It'll, it'll be there. Oof, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm not too sure. He's, um, he's in a hot seat definitely this year. Unfortunately, yeah. so, we do love him. We do love him. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that comes with being the Chargers kicker as well, though. It's 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 not a good place to be in because you know you're yeah. going to get pressure. Yeah, it's a curse. Yeah, you know, you know, if you if you want a career in the NFL, don't don't be a kicker for the Chargers. <laughs> so, um, well, or or do and just be so bad that you you leave and get a better contract. Yeah, and um, absolutely just blitz it. Like, like young lad, uh, what Atlanta? Who is it? Koo, wasn't it? Oh yeah, young way Koo does. Think, yeah, he's moved on him, to a bigger and better things, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think we gave him two games. Absolutely superb. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't win. But, uh, uh, such is the life of the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Max, thank you so much for joining me on this little deep dive into the, the Chargers. I hope everybody else learned something, you know, and enjoyed our... So. Yeah, so. I, so. I think so. It's Guys, thank you. no, no worries at all. I mean, like I said, we're going to be throwing these state of the franchises at you thick and fast as we continue the ramp up to the season. We'll begin in um, some proper preview shows with the me, Stuart, Alex and Sukdeep. Uh, uh, probably a couple of weeks before the season starts. So, you know, keep an eye on those uh, podcast feeds wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Max, again, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thanks for having us. It's been, been good fun. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.